is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. Man, post Valentine's Day and literally right into your birthday. Yeah, forget Valentine's Day right now. <laughs> like that is over. It is over with. It's done through. Everything has been, you know, if you had a great time, shout out to you guys. But it is my day now. Today is the day of all days, kings of all kings, birthdays of all birthdays. It is officially, as this podcast airs, February 17th, which means that it is the day that I have been born. So shout out to me. And shout out to everyone who loves me and supports me and who loves my mistakes and everyone of the rather, because without you, I wouldn't have been making it here 31 years here on this great earth. So yeah, shout out to me. You old, man. I met you almost 10 years ago. No, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You met me when I was an adult. (laughs) I was an adult. I was fully an adult. No, not 17. We met, I was 24 years old. I was an adult. Yes, I wasn't the best adult yet, but I was there. I was definitely an adult. You've met me. You've known me for like seven years or so. Um, And yeah, I mean, I've grown a lot since then, but yeah, I was a, I was a fully formed adult at that time um, doing things. And now, you know what? I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy. All I wanted today was cake and I'm not even sure if I'm going to get it. Are you paying your own rent, paying your own bills, paying your own paying for phone? my own cake? Apparently, I don't know. Like, because <laughs> it is, I don't know where the hell my cake is at this point. But hey, I, I I do not have a gift for you. I have the gift. I have the gift of. Uh, That's not a real gift. Whatever you're about to say is not a real gift. <laughs> if you want to give me a gift, what size are you in shoes? <laughs> Oh, uh, come on. I'm a, I'm, we don't wear the same size. I wear, I wear we like don't a, wear, we're, we're slightly off, but maybe I could. Uh, you know what? I don't even want to try it. You know, run me my, run say, my closet. Yeah. When put me in your will and get me those dunks with the skulls on them. That's what I want. Just put me in your will and leave me those. It was like 10 and a half. Actually, I got to like not squeeze my if feet. Those are 10 and a half. Really? I'm a 10 yeah. and a half. So. Definitely leave me that in your will. I've wanted those for a long time. Ever since I saw you had them. I'll be honest with you. The first time I met you and I scoured your Instagram and I saw those sneakers, I was like, damn, this guy is cool. That's what I said. Oh, come on. This isn't about me. This is about (laughs) you. You're cool. Because the first day that I remember. You don't remember shit. (laughs) (laughs) I leave no major impressions. You learn to love me. You don't like love me off bad. First I'm not day that I met type of you, I said, I said, this kid really, really wants to fucking do this work. Mind free. you, I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still an adult, by the way. I was 24. Um, thanks, Dad. But um <laughs> but nonetheless. It, it's, um, it's a lot of a lot of good times, a lot of a lot of fun. You're 31 now. Uh yeah. You know, it, it, I'm just tell you, it gets better. It really does. Thirty one you know, was kind of like. Go ahead. Thirty one was a whatever uh, year for me. I think, uh, mm. but I, mean, I, I got you know, I, I got better. I, 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 I started getting sleepier a lot earlier though. That, mm. that part. But mm. I mean, you know, other than that, it's been, it's been, it's been cool. You're gonna find your little rainbow, your little silver lining. It sucks that your birthday. Why, why are you talking to me? I am. I'm. A, I will find it. I know I will find it. I will 100 percent know I will find it. I'll be honest with you. I have no shortness of confidence moving into my 30s. To be honest with you, I think yeah. that that left me in my early late teens, early 20s, and uh, now I kind of having a good idea of who I am and self and what I like to do and what I don't like and all this other stuff like that. So all I can say is for everyone who may not be 30 something yet. And I know a lot of people who listen to this are still in their twenties. Shout out to you guys. Um, It gets better as long as you, I'll say this. I told this to Cam actually, you know what? I told this exact word to Cam. And I was like, damn, I'll drop some real gems on him. Um, I said, oh, I told him, oh, you're getting up there. And he was like, yeah, I think he said something like, I'm not as old as you or some shit like that. I was like, yeah, 
But you won't have to worry about getting old if you keep doing the stuff that you're doing and you keep accomplishing things, because then all you have to look forward to is enjoying the fruits of your labor and life and stuff like that. If you keep, you know, don't be afraid of getting older. The only way you're afraid of getting older is if you feel like you're not really accomplishing anything or doing anything. But if you're really setting your you know, mind and your heart and everything out that you really want to get to, you look forward to getting older and being able to appreciate things a lot more. So that's my, that's my 31 year old gem. So, um, what's the birthday song this year? Fatty girl. What? Uh, I don't know. Actually, let's look it up. Let's look it up. You know what? We can, we can find that. I, I will, we can find that. Maybe we can play it at the end of the end of this episode. Bro. It's fatty girl. Is it? Yeah. It's fatty girl. Okay. Where am I? Play this for meals. Uh huh. We having a party today. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Turn this shit off. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to get the. DMCA. No, turn this shit off. Yeah, fucking, you know my my thoughts. Ludacris was my favorite rapper, but if there's any rapper that will make you sound old to people, it's like turn on that Ludacris. Party <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm trying to find the song for your birthday right now. This is my year 2000 LL. Ugh. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to find your hit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, I know what it is. I know okay, what it is. All right, all right. Let know me know. What... Let me know. You ready? I'm ready. This is this is this is all right, New York. Hold on, let me let me get my full funk flex on. This is my homeboy Milo. This is his birthday, man. We gotta we gotta drop the bomb on some new some new shit. Just letting you know how old Mills is. Let's go. Uh huh. Wow. Don't do that. Uh huh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, Listen. sorry. This is a, it's a party, man. It's a party. And the and, and the episode with thirty one days by future. That's all I'll ask or request. Of you. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, okay, I got you on that one. Let me let me cue that one up, man. Okay, okay. We should talk about wrestling because <laughs> that is what people do. Uh, I don't want to talk about wrestling. Listen, I don't want to talk about Man. there's there's a you you have stuff you're excited for especially on this thing we're gonna we're gonna sneak um sorry to the to the war report fellas but we're definitely going to <laughs> jump we're gonna and talk, steal we're gonna talk about vengeance day today <laughs> um, a little bit a little bit not fully not fully we'll leave I'm, it i'm gonna look on the run sheet today i'm gonna skip bow wow how about that can we skip bow wow we can sheet. skip bow wow yeah bow wow is calling um wrestlers poor so it was cute it was cute last week this is this is this is my this is my comment it was cute last week it's corny now he's he's killed it it's it's in the ground right now i don't i don't like it anymore Mm. fair fair you know what fair like like, like, i mean you know call wrestlers what you will you know what i'm saying like that's a level of like dedication and you know shit like that like bow wow's like look at what bow wow's doing compared to what bad bunny did or or is doing right now you know what i mean like Funny thing is, is that he doesn't respect the. Co- so if he actually he doesn't respect the wrestling thing, obviously by his tweets. So when yeah. he eventually gets to the ring, they're gonna beat his ass. Going to beat him up for real. Yeah, they're gonna beat his ass. Damian <laughs> Priest is going to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, the people who are supposed to take care of you are just gonna beat your ass for real. So they take that shit serious, and that's yeah. why I want to skip it because he doesn't, and I'm yeah. I'm not if he doesn't either. So I'm skipping it. This is true. Uh, Roman Reigns allegedly mm. was part <laughs> flexing the muscles here. Okay, <clears throat> so Roman Reigns was supposed to be a part of the Elimination Chamber match, and uh, he pulled out. He said, "Fuck that! I'm not doing that." Mm. I respect that energy because also a very favorite wrestler of mine this week also told Elimination Chamber to fuck that. So you know what? Right. I think yeah. that I. I think it's a it's listen. Bosses do what bosses do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is is Miz really a boss? Miz is a boss. What are you talking about? Reality TV. 
you know, right. wrestling. That I don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. You know what? Okay. My actual I was gonna tweet this for my birthday. I want an interview. I want an interview with either the Miz or Edge. I want okay. it. I want it. I don't want to. Everyone's getting these great interviews. Shout out to Cheap Heat and Greg and stuff like that. They're getting these great interviews with Bianca Belair. Shout out to those wrestling girls. Had a great interview with Bianca Belair, actually. I listened to that episode. It was fucking just as a black woman and what they were talking about and all the things they were kind of going through. It's a fantastic interview. So definitely go out your way to listen to that. And also, while I'm giving shout out, shout out to the Black Announce Table for having us on last week for their Black History Celebration. Um but I want some of this too. I want I want one of my favorite wrestlers. I want to be able to speak to Miz or I want to be able to speak to Edge and be like, yo, l- let's talk. There's only there's only one show that could do it justice. And you know what show it is. The Kings are mm-hmm. pro pro wrestling podcasting. Duh. So um we had a really good pay-per-view last Sunday. Yes. We have a we have a pay-per-view this Sunday, which we're gonna talk about, which <clears throat> I'm not too sure. Mm. <laughs> not too sure about the quality. We'll talk about it. But uh, we had a pay-per-view called NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day on Sunday. There's, there's, I got a couple hot takes. Please do, because I know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I haven't watched much of NXT lately, especially with the challenge back and just having to find a time. It's not on the network immediately, which is my biggest gripe about it. I have to wait a couple, like a day or two or something along those lines to actually get on the network. So the fact that it's not readily available for when I want to watch it is kind of a problem. But I haven't watched it recently because, you know, I just know they're doing the tournament stuff and stuff like that. But this pay-per-view, very good. Fantastic. And, you know, when you when you really, like, think about how good these takeovers are all the time, we're spoiled with greatness, right? Mm-hmm. Um. We, we are always given, if not, like, there, there's never been a bad takeover. There's been ones that are just like, eh, I don't got to watch it ever again. And, that, and a lot of the ones from 2020 were that, you know? I but I think Vengeance Day gave you that NOLA feeling. It gave you that Toronto feeling. And I'm, I'm ready to say, like, it's up there with those two. Just in terms of from start to finish, <clears throat> giving us hot angles that were built up upon over the last month, which is something they rarely do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fantastic story in the main event, which is something that, again, they rarely do. Mm-hmm. And giving us an angle that makes you want to tune into the show. <laughs> that's when- the ding, 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 ding for me. <laughs> they have their, like I said on Twitter, they have their home run angle. And they have a story where it's like, I don't know how this is. Well, I wanted this to happen. How are we going to get there? Absolutely. And what is what is going to happen here? Absolutely. And I think it's, that it's, show, go ahead. No, I was saying it's it's been, I don't want to say it's been quite a while since we've seen that, but it, it, it kind of has been. Like, you look at all the 2014, 2015 takeovers, like, you'll have, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, drop Sami Zayn, and that's just an iconic moment there. And who could forget the debut of Samoa Joe? Who could, def- you know, remember Hideo Itami and Finn Balor teaming for the first time and having those type of moments? It's been rare that we've gotten on these takeovers. Usually these takeovers are ends to mean. And they just have these amazing matches. And that's great. That's what takeovers are known for. And if they and now that the standard is just kind of so high, if they don't deliver, then it's kind of like, uh, like I might watch it back over again. Like whatever the last takeover was. Um, I specifically kind of remember feeling that way come out of it, except the Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly match, which kind of put that takeover on the map. And that was um, a good takeover. It was 31. And that was a good takeover. I didn't I didn't like a lot of I didn't like a couple of the matches on there. Um, but I'll, that's me. That's me. That's me. Um, I say this one, just that ending angle for me kind of cements it. It's like, okay, oh, no, that, here's was a, that was war games. I'm sorry. Right. 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 Yeah. right, right. yeah. 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 You, you, then you're actually right. I like the two war games matches and, yeah, that was- um, no, it wasn't war games. Did war games end with Finn Balor versus Kyler Riley? No way. No, 31 did 31 did right. way back in, um, 31 it was november yeah there wasn't another one in december yeah yeah okay all right um nonetheless uh i think just that ending angle it's been something that we've been looking forward to for quite some time and i've said that this needed to happen 
especially to for Undisputed Era to continue to sort of happen. Um, and it has. What are your What are your general feelings, and how do you feel like Adam Cole um, super kicking not only Finn Balor but Kyle O'Reilly himself, and maybe imploding the Undisputed Era? How do you feel like that should go, and how did you feel about just the moment itself? Okay, I want to get to the match. I want to get to the match. Okay, okay. The match, the okay. match was fantastic. Um, was fantastic. I I think that uh, I think that Finn, to me, can get that jersey raised for what he's done in the last eight months through pandemic, working different styles, working your Thatchers, working your Kyle Riley's, working your Pete Dunn's. He's in that mode again. And if we talk about pandemic champions, yes, we're going to talk about Bailey. Yes, we're going to talk about Drew McIntyre. Yes, we're going to talk about Roman Reigns. But we got to put Finn Balor in that in that in in that discussion, you know, because he is to me the guy right now. I don't know how it's possible. I'm telling you, you know, I'm I'm a Finn fan, but like this is this isn't even just fanning. It's it's literally like he's a guy that when he says he's going to have a match with somebody, and I don't know if it's the level of competition in NXT. But it's a, it's, this is a guy who, again, is not having the regular Finn Balor match. And I think we got stuck up with that for so long that we knew we, we could count the spots that were coming. You know what I mean? We knew when it was coming. Now I don't know when. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. There's a spot There's a spot in the match with Pete Dunne. He takes off the mouthpiece, kicks him in the fucking face. Like, that's the type of, like, like ex- extremity that we haven't seen from him since New Japan. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's melding all of his different styles. And this is without the demon to a point where he is a fully fledged, fully fleshed out performer in NXT again. He's reinvented himself again, much like your edges, much like your, you know, people who've done this and, and reinvented themselves. And I think he's just a fantastic wrestler and performer at this point. As far as the angle, I thought it was, I thought we were, we were booked for Kyle O'Reilly, Finn Balor 3. I'm thinking now we're either going to get a triple threat or we're going to have Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, main event takeover uh, Tampa. Honestly. I'm all right. So everything that you said about Finn, I agree with to an extent. Um, You know, maybe it's because I don't watch NXT all the time, at least on a sort of weekly basis. But I do feel like there's a general air around him. He's doing really, really well at this moment. But I always feel like there's something that always kind of is a much bigger attraction on the show than than Finn Balor. And I can say it about past champions. You could talk about CM Punk. You could talk about Daniel Bryan. And and they were doing amazing work during their championship runs. But it always felt like there was some sort of attraction that was a little bit different or more. Like you knew that it was like we're angling towards this. And I think, honestly, Kyle O'Reilly is that. I think Kyle O'Reilly is the, you know, it's the star that people 100% are going to get behind. And I think this angle will sort of bring it out and, 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 and transform him into that face, into that attraction for NXT. That attraction so much that Vince McMahon is going to be like, where can I get this guy and how many of them can I get? Um, whereas I think with Finn, I think Finn is kind of living out this character that he wanted, and I think he's living it out because of kind of the jadedness that he's got from wrestling. And he's kind of living out the character that he's always wanted to do on his terms, which is 100% fine. I think this angle between, I think, I hope it doesn't become long in the tooth like the Gargano Ciampa thing. I really just hope it doesn't, doesn't get there. I already expect multiple kickouts of shit, but I just hope it doesn't get there. I think that, this is positioning Kyle O'Reilly to be the next star. And we've already given him with that kick. You've already given him so much to be like, okay, the sympathy, the moment, the you're giving him so much to be like, okay, you're going to be the next guy period. Mm-hmm. And the next organic, maybe even the the first organic talent. I feel like since like the first organic people want to get behind and not like cool, but like you actually feel for them since Sami Zayn. Or Bailey. Or Bailey. Absolutely. Like you actually feel pain when they go through pain. You know because what I'm saying? Yeah, like because as many as like as many beefs Finn has, Walter, all the guys at the UK, Undisputed Era, uh, you know, Pete Dunn, all of that. 
Cal O'Reilly has two major stories. Beating mm-hmm. Finn, who is his demon, so to speak. Like, you know, that is his demon. That's the guy he just can't beat. Right. And ending and vanquishing the shadow of Adam Cole that he is firmly behind. And that is the story, right? That that is the story of, of of where this is, you know, to me going is that he has two major things he has to overcome before he gets that title. And good on NXT for not, you know, for I mean, obviously I want part three of that of that match, but making us wait and having it have a fun, like, are you like shocked at how good of a story this is right now? Like I'm like, yo, I can't believe that they're actually going through with this. And, you know, we gotta be also honest. You know, I, I hope it doesn't go as long as Gargano Champa either. I, I think they've learned their lesson from that, is even mm-hmm. in terms of, like, of keeping them apart. You know, I, I right. think they've learned a lesson from that. But I think that this is this is the way to split them up so that when they leave NXT and they're not together, people don't get pissed off. <laughs> you right. got to break them up because I don't think they're going together. You know, I, I th- and I'm completely fine with Undisputed Era, you know, not being together on the main roster. This is a NXT thing that I just don't think would carry over well <laughs> to the main I think, roster, to be honest. I th- I think the money is, obviously, you break them up to put them back together again. Yep, That's always been the thing with stables. It's like or the Shield. The Shield was broken up to put them back together again. And even they're broken up now. And I firmly believe we will see the Shield right again <laughs> in WWE. And, you know, I think at least you're going to get a situation where all these guys are able to flex their muscles and all these guys will be able to truly become undisputed in their own right before we see undisputed era again. So I thought it was a fantastic ending to a, uh, a really good takeover. Um, also just want to say Io Shirai. Wow. Goat. <laughs> I, I like that match the least on that, on the card. That I just think, match. I just think she's having a great run and it's like rare because every time I think she's kind of, I didn't think she was going to lose it in this match, but I'm just surprised by how long she's had it. Yeah. Um, almost a year. Because, hmm? Almost, almost a year. Yeah. Because there's so many contenders, right? And there's so many people who deserve the opportunity as well. Um, but Io Shirai, not only is she still champion, but you get the feeling that she deserves to be champion because she is the very best. And I'm just like, wow. Rare air is all I'll say. It's what we wanted. It's what we wanted, you know, and, and they gave it to us. Um, if you want to hear more about NXT TakeOver Vengeance, we didn't talk about the whole card, but uh, Cyrus and Quan will be on the War Report. I keep calling it uh, Spot Callers because uh, I, the, the shadow of Cyrus looms over me at all times to watch a show. Of course. Of course. So I'm always, <laughs> I'm always like, fuck. Absolutely. I got to watch. Uh, before we go to break, I got to be serious for just a second. If I can be serious for a minute, without being interrupted. All right. This is a, this will be easy for me. It's it's never, it's never hard. These types of things are never hard for me to, to do. Here's Jericho. We've talked about him a lot on the A show, especially Mm -hmm. in the past couple of of months, uh, weeks, years. It's becoming a problem that, that we just can't ignore at this point. And no matter how many things that he's done in his life, no matter how many things that he ha- has accomplished, it has literally become uh, a a true issue that we got to talk about. And I think it might be time to leave Chris Jericho in the past and let him go. Now, there are a lot of wrestlers coming up you know, throughout history that have done terrible things. Hulk Hogan being one of them that we let him go. Uh, A number of other people that we've let go. I think the evidence is so strong at this point that this is not a guy that fully aligns with, you know, the view that Black lives matter, that pandemics are real, that, uh, you know, Saying saying your piece in terms of how equality works and, and things of that nature are very important in this world. There were Facebook posts that were pulled up this weekend. I don't know if you saw this, Mills. Uh, shout out to at Meltzer said what of Chris Jericho's mother-in-law. And it showed that his mother-in-law and his wife were at the Capitol the day of the insurrection. What the hell? Yes. Deadass? Deadass. I think I actually linked you to the wrong post, but um, 
Yeah, because I was I'll reading it. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I'll link, I'll link you to the right one. I'll link you to the right one. I'm, I'm okay, because I was like, I want to see how he brings this all together. <laughs> I, I, I linked you to the wrong one. Here, here it is right here. Okay. Uh, Trump is Trump is president. Christ is king. Uh, uh, casual racism towards Michelle Obama. Uh, I'm not going to oh talk about God. the actual contents of this stuff, but she was there. Align that with the fact that Chris Jericho gave so much money to Trump. And again, let's be clear. I'm, I'm not I'm not holding anyone not accountable here. Vince McMahon, Linda McMahon, they all gave. That that's that's a fact. Where it becomes tricky here is the fact that these motherfuckers are openly, <laughs> you know, it, it's like it's it's almost like devil you know type shit, you know? We wow. we we know this is a this is a corporation that is built on making money and and we watch for the performers now singularly chris jericho is someone who is openly if not with it like right in our faces supporting something that was heinous that happened a month ago and i know you're seeing the pictures now meals and you're seeing her call it fake and all this other stuff it's hard not to believe that the apple wouldn't fall too far from that tree and that chris jericho also believes these things believes these things this mm. is a guy that he got covid months ago potentially passed it to his coworkers. I'm not, I'm just going to be completely open. I'm not even going to say any conjecture here because that's the only way that, you know what I'm saying? There were people that disappeared on that show during that period. This is a guy who, for as talented as he is, as great as he has been, has given us so many moments, much like Hulk Hogan, is a complete and utter fuck. It's time to let Chris Jericho go. He's got to go. And the fact that no one's really saying much about this, it's kind of crazy. I don't care if it's his wife and his, and his mother-in-law or not. These are things that within that household are accepted because he's not come out and condemned it at all. Yeah. Yeah. They were there. That's crazy. They were there. Yeah. yeah. Yo. Blaming I'm it on him. This- I'm sending this to the FBI, by the way. Oh, please do. <laughs> please do. Like, wow, it, it's, it, it's, it's bad. This isn't, this is less of, can I be serious? I'm sorry this offends because I don't care if this offends you. Chris Jericho should be treated on that same level that we treat a Hulk Hogan at because as terrible as Hulk Hogan, what he did, this is on that same level. He just ain't outwardly saying nigga. Mm. But he he, uh. he action wise saying nigga. Him and his family. Chris Jericho, wow. I'm sorry, bro. You'll always have the moments and the memories, but I, I can't rock with it no more. I can't rock with it no more. We we gotta have these conversations, right, Mills? No, nah, you're right. You're right. We definitely need to have these conversations, especially around people who support all this bigotry and stuff like that. And even this, wow, just being on the Capitol, that is insane. That is wild. And it ain't a, it ain't a, it, I mean, it ain't a Republican thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'll go as far to say that. like, Him contributing money, I didn't think of it like too big because lots of people do that, okay? Like contributing money to Trump, lots of people do that. It, to, to me, my issue with people like that isn't the party affiliation, right? It, it's like, it's it's openly... Um, supporting a narrative that is toxic and dangerous to the country and to black people and people of color. That's the issue. That's why we say if you support Trump, you're racist. You know what I'm saying? That's the issue to me. It's not a Republican thing because if he was contributing money, like, fine. Mad people do that shit. You know what I mean? We're still using fucking products of, of companies that do that. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it is your wife's there? Taking pictures outside of the shit? Come on now. <sighs> wow. Wow. It's sick. Huh. It's sick. Can can I can I sneak in a sorry if this offends just a just a real quick a real quick aside. You, you want the drop? One. You want the drop? Uh yeah, give me the drop. <laughs> I can be serious for a minute without being interrupted. Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> Talk to him. No, that's another one. No. All right. So I have, I have, here's what I want to just say. 
stop posting, please. <laughs> stop posting your dinners out with your friends. Stop posting videos responding to that. Stop posting. I know now just because she's posted those videos, I've seen that she now she apparently has someone that she knows or one of her friends that she hasn't condemned went to the Capitol as well. Just yep. a various bunch of things. <laughs> Stop posting. Just period. Um, if you want to have a long career in NXT, if you want to have a long career in professional wrestling, if you want to continue to preserve your mental health. Stop posting that you're out at parties during a pandemic. Just stop doing it. You can be, and it's fine. I mean, I don't want to say it's fine, but restaurants are open. I 100% get it. Y'all have too many people at that table nonetheless. Whatever. You having these parties. I don't agree. The fact that you continue to post it online as if you do not care as you're posting it, and you know, and you're there's a bunch of people. There's like, yeah, she in her apology video, it was yes, we were at the table and we took off our masks to eat, but <laughs> just without any of the context of that. So we don't have any context for the, for that at all. You're just posting everyone partying, have a great time without no masks, sitting at a table in a restaurant feeding for people. There's no context for it all. Look how much has been misconstrued, and now look at you having to address it in a very weird way and people don't even like believe it anyway they feel like it's full of shit anyway i'm asking all these people first of all really think of how this thing can affect your families and really if wwe is not paying for your vaccine please go out and seek the vaccine yourself um no no one has to pay for the vaccine they just got to secure it (laughs) nobody's paying for it just secure i mean i don't know however it's gonna go down secure it yourself please make sure you take care of your families to stop post you guys are too i don't know where you get it where you think it's like just continues to be okay to post all these things and act like people are not going to react and then get mad at people for reacting and saying like oh well i wasn't even the one who threw the party and all your favorite nxt stars were there too like stop posting just in general also take care of yourself take care of your family make sure everything is safe all the fat but the fact that you guys keep posting it's just it's just dumb to me. It's just there there seems to be a lack of like actually thought process with this stuff like that. So that's all I want to say to Casey Catanzaro. I learned a lot about Casey Catanzaro that I didn't even know before because she posted this one thing and then in the comments were like, mm-hmm. But what about your cousin or what about your whatever sister, friend, etc.? Um at, at, and, the, at the at the uh at the insurrection. So Listen. If you don't want these questions to be brought up about you, then <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> that, that's literally that's literally the 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 purpose of, or and and the 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 lesson for this week is shut the fuck up. You would you had to deactivate your Twitter. Like, come on. People think you're a trumper now. You could you probably could be. I hope not. I pray your your good friend is is is, you know, African American. Right. So, listen. Your boyfriend? Well, fuck that. Your boyfriend is. All right. All right. We're getting too deep. We're getting too deep. All right. Let, let, let's take a way break. too deep. <laughs> let's take a break. Uh, we'll be right back on the A Show uh, with uh, our show uh, conversation and the predictions for Elimination Chamber. Coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10 plus years. I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. I don't get injured for six months to a year. I am here each and every week. But you sit there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward. Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay. I'm the one if that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, they, they, you, you would? Yeah. You, you would. You you love that WWE ring. You love be wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring 
and you love wrestling, right? Well, yeah. why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? Okay, I think you need to huh? calm. No, that's not, no, what this, that's this. not what this show's Me about. The GM have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. And I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title. On wow. I had to do that Oof. for you. Oof. <laughs> Yo, if I ever made a TikTok, <laughs> that's the scene that I would mime with my mouth. <laughs> uh, that is it. First of all, Renee, you have a great show. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what this is about. Mind your business, lady. Like I'm talking here. Oh, I love that. I, promo. I love, Thank um, you for that. Really great touch by Brian leaving. I know that wasn't like planned, but he like him leaving made that bigger and better. Is uh, it bigger. is it interesting that we've never really gotten the actual story of whether those two actually like each other or not? They probably do. You think so? There are the few. They are one of the few people in this business now that actually treat their heel face face heel thing completely, you know, kayfabe on and off off the off the mic, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. really do. Think they fuck with each other, but I think that they prefer to let that because there's still money in that program. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they could match literally at WrestleMania this year, and I'd be ready for it. Because it's just so much history. Like, it's one of the... It's, this is a 10-year feud, Mills. Like, that's so crazy. It is wild. It is wild. I want to uncover that. That's why we need Miz on the A-Show. We do it. We need it. Like, I, I wouldn't... To, I, go ahead. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call Miz Brian's greatest opponent. And, and vice versa for Miz. But I think that they are the ones that were, like, diametrically, they're, they are the ones that are the most correct for each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I can I give a, a a gripe before I mean as we're you can talk about Raw and SmackDown right Yeah we're we're I mean, we're gonna we're gonna bounce over I think the big news coming out of Raw and, and before you get to your point is is the Lacey Evans thing um <laughs> he's, he's pregnant um so they just found out this week that she was pregnant and I guess that she's off the card I, I put on our on our show notes yesterday uh that it was gonna be Oscar and Lacey and now there's a big question mark on that I don't know what oscar's gonna do i don't know what charlotte's gonna do i mean i we had we were guessing that this was a stopgap to the uh oscar charlotte feud and i would imagine they just they should just start the feud now and and there's not much time left so here's what i'm gonna do i'm going to go to wwe.com i'm gonna click on shows i'm going to go to elimination chamber i'm going to look at the card for said show and see if oh Oscar and Lacey Evans still there, <laughs> but you know they're going to announce it the night of, though. That that on and honestly, that match screamed pre-show to me. I'm not going to lie, that match mm. with 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 two like like these pay-per-views have been ending two hours thirty minutes. They've always been going two hours thirty minutes. Even even Takeover did that much. Those two Elimination Chamber matches are forty minutes tops each. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's like over half the show. The Triple Threat will probably get time. I could imagine one more match probably being added to that to to the card. I mean, we still got Roman versus the champion on the show as well. Yeah, and and that if that's not just a squash, but <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it, 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 we could be fine without that match. It just sucks. I mean, they even took Oscar off of the Raw talk, but that's the biggest news coming into this week is that the the angle with Lacey that happened on Raw was their actual shoot angle, and she'll probably be off TV for a while. I mean, wow. a while. Ago. <laughs> Wow. Wait, she's actually preggers? Yes, she's actually pregnant. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I feel like um Justin the boy. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, okay. You didn't hear me from the outside? I said she's actually pregnant. 
Yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> no, she's, she's legit pregnant. It was reported by a PW Insider and, and countless other sources. So, she, it's the reason they pulled Oscar off of Raw Talk because I, I'm guessing it was supposed to be something happening that night because literally you notice she didn't do anything in that match, <laughs> and then as soon as she was about to get touched, she left. Wow. Yeah. This is pain versus time. <laughs> oh hell no! I look for you know what's weird to me. There was that report that came out that said Peyton Royce, and I know you remember this report. Peyton Royce of and Bianca Belair. Those were the two. Those are the two women that Vince wanted to push. And when I look at the two pushes, I'm like, who who was wrong? Who gave them some? Who gave them a, a dummy brick on that other that other prediction? Because one of them I see, the other one I don't. Hmm. Somebody got know. sold. Somebody got sold some soap. <laughs> on that one. <laughs> That was not correct at all. Uh, that was not correct. Can I talk about my major gripe with Monday Night Raw? I mean, so much that I, so, I texted you, I hate Raw. <laughs> and be clear, I, I thought it was a harmless episode this week. It was, it was, it was definitely worse, but go ahead. If you listen to any of the shows that I do, if you listen to It's a Challenge, which you can listen to on RNC Radio Watch, you can subscribe to that fee. If you listen to The Lookout, which you can subscribe to at The Lookout on RNC Radio. If you listen to this show, you know I am a sucker for story. I love when a story makes sense. I love when a story comes together. Raw did one thing that was right this week. And another thing that was majorly wrong with storytelling. The one thing was... Miz deciding he no longer needed to be in Elimination Chamber. I have the briefcase. Why am I killing myself in a match? Thank you, um, honking Miz guy. Um, <laughs> but why am I killing myself in a match when I have a guaranteed opportunity that no one will see coming? Why am I even nice, going to put correct? That's a nice course correct for them. Absolutely. They, they often don't do that. And we were all... We were all saying, why the hell is The Miz in this match? Literally, I last said week. it last week, yeah. We were all and, saying- and I, I love The Miz, but why was he in the match? So they have this long 15 to 20 minute segment to open Raw just to kind of cap with The Miz um, no longer wanting to be in Elimination Chamber and also telling him, listen, just because I say I'm going to cash in doesn't mean I'm going to cash in when I say I'm going to cash in. I can cash in at any time possible. So not only does he do that, but he pulls himself out of the elimination chamber and he pulls himself out of the gauntlet for later that night. There's a whole six person gauntlet and, you know, in replacement, Kofi Kingston, who we were all like, Kofi's a former WWE champion. Why the fuck isn't he in Kofi? And, and, and it makes sense with the story. And I had a full story about how Mustafa Ali should take him out the match and replace him and all this other stuff like that. Ruin his opportunity. It seems like that's going to happen. Yep. Um, the Miz not cashing in on Monday Night Raw, I think, was a majorly dumb decision. Well, well, not even not even cashing in, but just getting getting rid of it to make a story. Like, I, I, here's my issue with this with this money in the bank thing in general. Sure, because he could still cash in on on Sunday, right? Yeah, but the the th- the the point was his the words that he said. He said. Everyone's anticipating him to cash in on Sunday. He says at the beginning he's he may not cash in when he's supposed to cash in. He makes sure that other spot, even if it's not even his friend, it was supposed to be John Morrison, I guess, but it's not his friend. He makes sure that other spot is filled. So there's no opportunity so he can be thrown in the match all later and all after the fact and have to defend this championship against six other guys in Elimination Chamber. He and 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 there's a major gauntlet in the night that he knows Sheamus is going to do handle business and Seamus does and he beats the hell out of Drew McIntyre and actually pins Drew McIntyre which is something that we rarely see ever on Raw. The fact that they didn't follow that. One of like three people that have pinned Drew in a year. Yeah. The fact that they didn't follow that up and create intrigue for Elimination Chamber by having the Miz cash in. You let the Miz cash in. You change Elimination Chamber that Raw is supposed to have. You keep the six combatants in general, but you make it a number one contender match. The winner faces Miz at Fastlane. And then after that, they decide who's going to WrestleMania if Edge is still choosing or whatever the fuck it is. I I just... 
to me, it was like laid out so perfectly and I still don't get it. And he can cash in at Elimination Chamber, but it's just like, will he? My my issue isn't even with it. It's My issue is with the money, with the briefcase still being in play. They have hmm. not had a solid direction for this thing since Otis. They had an even less of a direction when they gave it to Miz and have even less of a direction literally currently right now. I know they don't want Miz, like, I'm not, and I'm not trying to, I'm not being facetious. I'm not trying to like, you know, piss you off. I know they don't want Miz to be the champ right now. Mm. That's just, that's just clear. Like he, it, 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 at best, it wouldn't be a long reign. It would just be, it would be a weird transitional thing to get it off Drew. And, and, and I just don't see them not having Drew be the guy right now. I just don't. And even if he was to cash it in and, and losing, get it out of play, that's still a story for him because he gave up his spot. And that could lead into something else. That would be a good story. I feel right. like the money thing briefcase is just such a albatross to have now. We literally, he literally has like two months until he has to actually like cash it in. Why don't right. they just do something different or, or or get rid of it? I every time I see that fucking briefcase, I get pissed off because I'm like, it is WrestleMania season. Either they're gonna do the Seth Rollins thing in April. <laughs> Or he's gonna cash it in. It's gonna be a really weird because, like, because honestly, Mills, Miz in a man in a WrestleMania main event with so many other people on, you know, in in that position, it just doesn't sound right right now. It yeah, doesn't even it's not right now. It, it doesn't even feel like that's what they're gonna do. So why does he still? This is a ridiculous storyline where you could be elevating something else. Like I, I just didn't like that part about it, and I'm fine with it. And you know what else I didn't like? People still harping on the age angle. Even when Kofi got in, when literally last week people were begging for Kofi to get in. Have you seen I the? I mean, I I don't want to have it again. I already said why last week. The age thing is so crazy to me. Someone like mentioned Kofi's thirty nine. I was like, but you just wanted him in, and the actual qualifier to be in the match is former WWE champions. That is literally the qualifier. That is the reason why the guys are the, the age that they are. I I it, I'm sorry. That just I saw it last night. I was just like that was ridiculous. It was it was a weird point, but I get it was for retweets. Absolutely. Um, anything <laughs> anything else like like pressing happened on either of these shows? Um, Sasha um, Sasha and Bianca look to be in line to win the tag titles. I, they could add that on Sunday. I'll be, I'll be I mean, they that. could. Yeah, they could add that. They could make it um because I know already. I think it's Naomi and Lana already have an opportunity. I believe they do. Um, so if they want to add them to the mix and make a kind of a triple threat thing, I wouldn't be. Down, I would be down with that. Um, also, I love. I mean, I don't love. I don't love is a very strong word. The Big E and Apollo thing. Big cool. E dropped a very good promo on. I guess online. And I think people should go look at it. It's really, really good. He's come a very, very long way. So um, I'm interested in seeing kind of how that goes. But most other stuff on the main show, I don't care for. <laughs> I was really, I was really half in on Raw. And I said, Raw, you have an hour to make me interested. And from that opening segment, I was just like, okay, maybe they're doing something tonight. And by, because it's a gauntlet match, like, duh, <laughs> like the fuck? <laughs> Like, whatever. Um, <laughs> Raw, I hate Raw so much. Like, uh, wait, you know what was awesome? SmackDown with the Seth Rollins return. Ooh. That was so good. That was so good. He wore a leather tie. Who does that? He looked ridiculous. He looked like a complete asshole. How did you feel um, about his old music getting back? Do you feel like it was on purpose or someone hit the wrong button? It was on purpose. I, I I was never in love with his with his uh his redone music. Bring back the old music. He can have it whether he's heel or face. Like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just it's a great theme. It's a great fucking theme. And yeah. bring it back. No one knows what that new theme is. I I think that his theme and Bailey's theme are so similar that I get them mixed up. Because sometimes when his theme hit, I thought Bailey was gonna come out. Absolutely, absolutely. So and, and I hope I wasn't the only uh. Hope I wasn't the only one uh, <laughs> that thought that, uh, but I think that was like the biggest, the biggest stuff on, on these shows uh, this week. Let's get into the predictions so we can, sure. we can get you out of here for your for your birthday. Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber. It is the we're, we're one more pay per view left before uh, WrestleMania. This is the no, one. No, there's Fastlane. I know we're one more left after this. Oh, one. oh, okay, all right. 
Um, this is the one that's supposed to, I guess, I mean, coming out of this, and this is going to frame our predictions for the main events. We got to kind of have an idea of where Ed, what Edge is picking. Who Edge was suspiciously absent from the shows this week, but he already let us know that he wasn't going to, basically wasn't going to be there this week. Anyway. Yeah, good. He has no point to be there. <laughs> like, stop showing up if you're not going to pick something. Oh, my God. Uh, so, first match uh, I had here was Oscar versus Lacey Evans. Are, are there any pie-in-the-sky predictions you have for where they're going to go with this, or do you think they're going to leave that up to uh, booking on Monday? I don't think they're going to do anything crazy on on, on Sunday with, with this storyline. They could do something on the pre-show and say, hey, if you want a shot, here you go. You know, something like that. I think they've done it before, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. if they want to do a Raw Women's Championship match, they could, or they could replace it with the Tag Team Championship match. Honestly, no one's going to. Honestly, give me Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus um, Naomi and Lana versus Asuka and Charlotte versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and I'm just do that. It's four corners. Yeah. Um, you, you, you kill multiple birds at one stone. This is gonna be a really short prediction thing, by the way. There's like no matches on this other than the other than chamber matches. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Riddle versus Keith Lee, uh, triple threat match for the U.S. title. One thing we did not bring up was that Keith Lee was suspiciously absent from Raw as well this week. Mm. Uh, no word on if it's an injury, if it's something else. He was not there. They said he had to be medically cleared. But again, you know that is firmly entrenched in double speak and kayfabe talk. There, I don't know what's going on with Keith Lee. No one does. If he shows up on Sunday, that's cool. I think he's going to win. If he doesn't, um, they're going to do Riddle and La- Riddle and Lashley again. And we've seen that four times at, the, at this point. I don't think I, I honestly think that if if this is a triple threat, I think he'll lose. I'm a lot less certain of my chances because we've said he's going to lose for the past couple of months now and he just hasn't. I don't know where they're going to go with this. Um. I, so I want to say they're going to give it to Keith, but it doesn't look like there's any indication that they're giving it to Keith because he's really been on one raw for like the past like month and a half. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing really kind of build if he does make it there. Meanwhile, Riddle, Riddle gets a raw win, a quick win on, on Monday Night Raw this week, but he MVP's injured, MVP's injured now, by the way. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. OK. Uh, um, in uh, Alabama right now, getting it checked out. Damn. Uh, fast recovery to MVP. Um, but Lashley, once again, traps this motherfucker in a full Nelson and just, you know, ruins his life. But I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what does the Magic 8 Ball say? Let's see. Okay. Yeah, do that. I like that. I like that idea. Let's see. Hold on. Magic eight ball there's got to be an online one right i don't have an actual magic eight ball i i left that in the 90s um but oh never mind oh god all right this is too fucking much um ask the magic eight ball ask the ultimate you know what? let's come back to that and we'll ask the magic eight ball when i f- finish getting this app <laughs> 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 um if if i if i had to choose if i had to choose i would say um bobby lashley's winning what's his mania program you think big tag match with her business <laughs> yeah exactly I, I i have no clue like he's the one guy that they book so well that i have no there are no i have no preconceived notions of where this guy could land in two months i have no clue i don't okay. see WWE title. So I asked him Magic 8-Ball, will Matt Riddle win the U.S. title? I'm asking now. It says, damn, it's taking a little while. Reply Hazy, try again. Damn it. <laughs> oh, Hazy, there you go, Hazy. <laughs> um, Will, hold on, will Keith Lee win the U.S. title? most likely oh my god huh okay That's listen eight ball eight ball predictions eight ball predicts 
We should do this for all the predictions because it's not even a long no, show. And you, I really you, don't you're just trying to get out of. You're just trying to get out of everything. We're never. <laughs> this is the first and only time. <laughs> Listen, eight ball predictions. If you guys want it, we'll do it. But uh, I think Justin doesn't want it. Let's get to the next match. Let's get to another match. Um, well, we're going to Chambers. Uh, so SmackDown Chamber is kind of weird because of the fact that, as we mentioned earlier, Roman Reigns was like, I ain't doing all that. Uh, it's Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens. Not, versus- not for play, for real. <laughs> this is this isn't real life. I know this is like a gimmick on the show and Paul Heyman did a thing. No, apparently he said that for real. <laughs> Um, Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens versus Corbin versus Sami Zayn versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan in an Elimination Chamber match for number one contendership where the winner gets an immediate title match with Roman Reigns after the fact. Hmm. Okay, this this could branch off into two different places, right? Okay. You could have you could have a oh God, you could have a Kevin Owens or a Cesaro win. Right. And get squashed in like five minutes or less. Right. By Roman and that would mean that that was done that loop for those people are done that is that is closed which would lead to edge coming in correct right so that would make a lot of sense right i don't think the winner of this matters because the winner of this is roman reigns (laughs) (laughs) the true winner of this elimination chamber roman reigns um it seems like they're going heavy with the Cesaro thing. It seems like as much well, Kevin Owens had a great moment. It's uh with the stunner thing at the end of SmackDown, which is kind of cool. Except that his stunners aren't as fluid as Stone Cold, so it's kind of like kick and then stunner, kick and then stunner instead of like stunner, stunner. Um, Cesaro, they're turning Cesaro into an actual winner these days. Surely, from everything that WWE has done before in the past, this is not a long-term thing. They've never truly believed that Cesaro can go the distance. I believe, but they've never believed. So do you actually... Go ahead. Don't make him look good because he just resigned, but... I... As much as I would want Cesaro to be WWE champion, there's part of me that believes that he still needs to take it up another level with not in the ring because he's got that all covered, but in terms of like finding the right balance of personality that connects to people. I agree yeah. with WWE. Um, as much as I love Cesaro and his athleticism connects, that's not all that this is. At some point, Daniel Bryan's athleticism connected, but he also connected with the people as well. Um, Cesaro needs to find that to be a viable contender. And I think he will, maybe one day, if he keeps trying. Um, Sami Zayn, eh, never had a chance in hell. <laughs> Corbin, also. Uh, is there for a heel. Daniel Bryan, there for the kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the real juice is, and Jey Uso, Jey Uso is there to take the pin from somebody. The final pin, I think. If I had to be honest, I think he's no. Actually, no. He might take a pin from like eight different people. To be honest with you, he might get hit with like four finishers. Yeah, he'll be the first nigga out. They'll they'll stop fighting <laughs> to beat his ass. Yeah, I hope they don't do a gauntlet on fucking Friday. <laughs> They're doing a six man. They announced it on on Raw. They're doing a six oh, man. Oh, six man tag. Okay, all right. That's cool. I like that. It's very two thousand one SmackDowny. Okay. Um, what do you think's winning though? Kevin Owens. Okay. And then Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns, yes. Of I'm course. telling you right now, I'm having a hard time trying to connect the, the edge thing to both these matches. I, I just I don't understand it. As much as I like the win, I don't I don't know if this is the right the right time for this win. Like it, it's very weird. I would like if if Kevin Owens at some point stunned Edge. Okay. That would make me be like, oh, if he, if like if Edge showed up on Friday and he's talking to Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens just like, I don't need your pity, I'll see you at WrestleMania type of thing. That's what m- would make me believe that okay, maybe Kevin Owens has a chance in this sort of thing. That sort of false narrative, of course, okay. um, because uh, real realistically that would never happen. They're never going to do Kevin Owens versus Edge in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, too Canadian, but it's a. Uh, 
you know, yeah. At the end of the day, Roman Reigns is the true winner of this match. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the one that I think. Well, I I think I don't know. I don't even know what's going to main event this. I, I have no clue on a, on a match like this is a pay per view that we're going to have to watch really long matches to see things happen for WrestleMania, and that's really what I'm watching it for because I'm watching it for the WrestleMania implications. Um, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Sheamus versus Kofi Kingston uh, for the WWE title in an elimination chamber. Sheamus will be coming in last because of his win over Drew on Monday. Okay, this this could branch off as well. Three ways. Let me so, quick thing before a question. Has there ever been like an actual decided, like statistical, you know, things that back this up that there is an advantage to coming in last? No. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. So okay, keep going. <laughs> it might have been that time that did Braun Strowman come in last and he won because he eliminated everybody. What? I don't think he won. <laughs> no, he, he Roman beat him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah there was know. a time Goldberg came in last. No, Goldberg didn't come in last. Triple H came in last and he beat Goldberg. And Goldberg eliminated everybody and then Triple H came in and then he won. So that's one where it was like, okay, the last person wins. It's, it's Triple H. <laughs> it's Triple H. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, there's three ways Drew. to different. Drew. That's true. Drew could win. Okay, okay. No, no. Th- all three of them, Drew wins. Drew could win, and the show ends. Drew could win, and Miz cashes in. Or Drew could win, and uh, Edge comes down Spears. God. I, um, I'm not seeing a connection to the Edge thing for either of these matches, dog. I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I just don't see it. Edge is too. Edge is still kind of like out of the. He's still someone looking in at the current crop environment. He's not really in the mix. He's someone from the outside, clearly looking in and hoping to get an opportunity. Um, so he doesn't really like fit in all of this. But I'm assuming Drew wins. If they want, I mean, I'm assuming just Drew. I I don't think. Miz has got to cash in. This don't make no sense. But if he does, like, why? Why? To, to lose it that fast lane, obviously. Are they going to do Miz Edge at WrestleMania? They definitely not doing that shit. That would be That's too much. Saying. They don't care about me that much. It's my birthday and all, but they don't give a damn about me that much. That's um, just weird. It, it makes no sense unless he does it and Miz does Like, that, this is why they should have let the, the briefcase go at TLC. That was a, that was a fantastic angle. I was gl- it, it made sense and it ended and they gave it right back to him. It makes no sense why they did this. I think Drew wins and the world continues to turn. <laughs> yeah. I can't see a cash in. I don't want to call a cash in. If there's a cash in, I'll be there. There'll have to be two, a lot of other clues for me to figure a cash in. Actually, you know what? You never Mrs. Get cashing in. Mrs. Cashing in. I'm calling Mrs. it. I'm I'm making so it right he here. He cashes in and Drew gets Miz at Fastlane. Yes, I'm 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 calling it right here. But then it's like, does Edge choose? Like Edge is like, I'll wait till Fastlane then. <laughs> like, what does he do? <laughs> he'll, he'll choose Miz. But that's ridiculous because then there's only like two weeks of story for Edge to have picked that. <laughs> It, I don't know. You'd have to pick Roman, in which case Drew would be kind of up in the air. With, with and I guess if they could do Shame, no, there's no way they're doing fucking Sheamus. This nah, is so no. weird. This is one mania. I have no clue what the fuck's about to happen. Yeah, me neither. I blame them. It's really the Money in the Bank briefcase. I feel like ideally he's not going to cash in even until after WrestleMania, <laughs> and and we're we're befuddled by this briefcase and the idea of it that continues to loom. But realistically, he could not cash in until after WrestleMania. And on, everything could go together do smoothly. Do it on the Raw after Mania. Boom. Yeah. Let us have the story as it stands and then just do it on the Raw after Mania. Because it don't make sense right now. If it happens, I'll be I'll sh- I'll literally shrug and be like, whatever. 
But <laughs> like, it wouldn't make sense because the Miz did this big ass promo for no reason. That's why the storytelling doesn't make sense to me because it's like he does this big ass promo saying he's going to cash in. And like if he doesn't cash in soon, he's having like talks with Edge and 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 things like that. He's calling out potentially Roman even as well. Like there's too much stuff going on with the actual story where Miz is actually included. I don't know if he's including himself or the story just lends it to it. That says he's not going to cash in. I'm fucking confused. Drew wins. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Drew wins. And uh, we win for not having to talk about the pay-per-view. Next week, we will be talking about the fallout from Elimination Chamber. We'll have a very clear view, or I hope a clear view, of where WrestleMania will look like. We're getting very close, and this is why we're so concerned about what happens in these main events, because none of it makes sense. So they got to make it make sense this weekend. Um, thank you all for listening to The A-Show. And once again, happy birthday to my guy, Meals. This is we're, we're doing this in the future, but we're in the past right now. Ooh, okay. Happy yes. I'll be first. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You actually weren't first. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, blame Nelson. <laughs> Damn it. Come on. Let's get 31 days. Cue that up, please. All right, there you go. Do, do your shout outs. Shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to Justin. Shout out to Nelson. Shout out to everybody who's been here for the 31 years of my life thus far. Honestly, you all are great. You guys are so great that I don't actually even need new friends because you guys are just great friends in general. Um, so just shout out to everybody. Shout out to everyone who's doing the damn thing and keep listening to today's show. Let the song continue to rock a little bit. Okay. Okay. For meals, I'm Justin. Make sure you listen to the War Report this Friday with Cyrus and Quan. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.